Hi, Gemstones, and welcome to another episode of Blurg. Today we're discussing Verna, the 12th episode of season four of, that's right, 30 Rock. Jenna's mom has escaped from the bowels of Florida to fish dollar bills from her underpants. So I was imagining a woman's nether regions, and I went crazy. Hi, Gemstones, and welcome to another episode of Blurg. Today we're discussing Verna, the 12th episode of season four of 30 Rock. Jenna's mom has escaped from the bowels of Florida to fish dollar bills from her underpanties and resurrect her dreams of being a momager. Chris Jenner found quaking. In other plot points, Liz and Frank form a pact to quit their addictions, leading to a horrifying night vision sex tape. I swear, I'm not trying to constantly reference the Kardashians. And Pete must have gone to bed with a frown in his pocket because he is not vibing with Kenneth's goonishness. Should we dive in? Oh, first, a word from our sponsors. Thank you, Cheesy Blasters, and thank you, Meat Cat. What is this, Horseville? Because I am surrounded by naysayers. We are lovers. Oh, that word bums me out. Unless it's between the words meat and pizza. Live every week like a shock week. Oh, hello, Mr. Hornberger. I thought I was the only one here at this hour. Now this is just my little ritual. So I can have a moment of peace and quiet between home, where this happened, and work, where... I'm always being interrupted. Oh, I get it. A little peat time, pardon the familiarity. Well, you just enjoy your coffee, sir, while I tell you a funny story about my friend's cat. His name is Mr. Wiggles, and his cat's name is Benson. Well, Jan Hooks, so this was my first real exposure to her because I did <gasps> not watch SNL during that time. I'm such a little me. baby. Um, but I have watched some clips of that era. Um, I don't know, like 80, 90 years ago. And she's quite funny. She's a really funny utility player. I don't think that she ever had like a breakout character, but she was always in a scene and always funny. May she rest. Throat cancer. Yikes. Yikes. Jesus Christ. <clears throat> no, thank God my voice is so clear. No one would ever think that. As I'm like hitting my jewels so fucking hard right now. <laughs> I mean, what kind of diseases do you think I have from having a mint in my mouth 24 seven? I don't know. It's not good aspartame shooting down my throat all the time. That mm. sounded dirty. Yeah, sounded good. Not as good as underpanties. And right before we started recording, we I watched this episode many, many days ago. I was talking to Emma many about moons. my... Um, that sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night and I am also night eating, but I was thinking of more, myself more like Thaisa from Yellow Jackets than like Liz Lemon, but it really is just another thing we have in common. Are you eating like dirt pudding or actual dirt? Both. I don't know. I just wake up with like food in my mouth. That is the worst. Yeah. When I wake up in bed, like the next morning and I wake up and I'm like, oh my God, that's something in my mouth. I'm like, oh, it's a brownie. Hey, brownie. And finish it up. Well, these sort of like shitty food induced fever dreams are something I relate to very much because I once had a major addiction to gummies and I would get what I call the gummy shakes when you've consumed <laughs> so many that you're physically nauseous and shaking a little bit. Did you I was very it? high at the time. The Haribo gummies that are filled with Olestra? Not the ones that make you shit yourself, no. Yeah, if they're sugar-free, they have Olestra as their... Well, they uh, used to. They don't use Olestra anymore, do they? I don't know. I don't think they do. It's a great weight loss, though. You can eat a one-pound bag of gummies and then shit your fucking brains out for days. It's great. It's called an eating disorder. I think they call it disordered eating now. They do, yeah. I know. It It doesn't make you feel better. Well, I think we all have, it does make me feel better. If you said to me, like, you have an eating disorder, I'd be like, you have an eating disorder. If you said, do you ever, like, have some disordered eating? Uh, obviously, who doesn't? And then we find out that not everyone does. 
I've wild. yet to meet anybody who doesn't have some sort of disordered eating of some kind. What can is considered I be normal eating? With a family size pack of Stacy's Pita Chips? No, no, I can't because I will just eat them all. In the first three months of the pandemic, I ate an entire family size bag every single day. Well, I was really pushing technique. I don't know. Yeah, I was really pushing the suggested serving size of Marie Callender. It's like, first of all, bitch, I think this does not need to be a family of four. This Vermont style mac and cheese is all for me, baby. <laughs> it's all for me, baby. Baby. Yeah. I just cozy up on my couch, watch some depressing pandemic era tennis with an entire like twelve by eight platter of carbs. Did she used to have like a fried chicken and mashed potatoes? I remember. I don't I know. Like She's judgmental and cruel. Pot pie I used to enjoy. That but I also was like a sicko for the healthy choice version of like pressed beaks chuck for chicken, you know, with like mashed potatoes made out of sand. I loved those. You know, but the truth is I really just like that they were in their own compartments, you know? You're like, oh, that apple cobbler will not be touching the corn today, mother trucker. <laughs> is that disordered eating? I don't care. Oh, so sad. Moving on. <laughs> As that one tweet said, let's get into it. We've only been on the phone for 20 minutes. <laughs> what did we you think get... of this episode? Overall, I thought it was super fucking funny. I do love Verna. I love duets. I love Jenna. So this was a real win for me. Pete Hornberger putting thumbtacks in his body. Hilarious. Now, Kenneth Parcell in a blonde wig. It's a good look. I thought he was real cute in the opening. Is it a blonde wig every time? I knew that his natural state was bald. We found out on the New Year's Day leap year thing. But Jack McBrayer isn't bald. I'm not familiar with that person. <laughs> we walk well, on the street. Want to know a thing? What do you think about Jack calling Liz Lizzie? Uh, I never thought they would get together or should get together or anything. Absolutely. And no juncture. I know. Yeah. When people talk about that, I'm like, mm, even in those scenes, you're like, that's just weird. No, they established very early on that it's a simply platonic relationship. And I accepted that just as I never accepted Luke and Lorelai. That was never a romance for me. And I I'm sorry, I have to go. I'm... What are you talking about? Who is she sorry. supposed to end up with? Uh, obviously, it's Luke. What's wrong sorry. with you? I'm just getting over your fully artist masterpiece where the sounds of receding footprints is you're just smacking on the microphone. Why are you destroying the illusion? People at home had no idea. Now I'm going downstairs. Just fucking killing the game here. Um, no, I was never into Luke or Lorelai. And Why? You have to say it again. I'm sorry. Also, um, season four of 30 Rock really hit specifically this episode entitled Verna. Oh, yeah. We're the ones that go off track. Really quick. My last off track. <laughs> so I'm obsessed with this podcast called Pivot. It's about tech and business. It's Professor Scott Galloway and Kara Switcher. And he talks about vertical integration all the time. <laughs> and whenever he does, like, that's from 30 Rock. I mean, I know it's a real business technique, but I didn't know that. They're like, well, in order for them to go vertical, to do vertical integration, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I giggle every time. So this episode happens in a hospital room that's the right word and lizzie it's the right it's the right word the pronunciation was a little suspect but i didn't get in for it i was like i was like she's just returned from abitha abitha i was vertically integrating myself in that moment and jack's sexy i never thought this day would come lizzie and the doctor is played by tracy who says push liz lemon kenneth yells here comes your baby and it's Meat Cat, Aww. the Cheesy Blasters mascot. 
I'm what's then, inside you, razzmatazz. So a couple things here. Um, terrifying that this anthropomorphized sort of figure is emerging from her cervix. Um, but also razzmatazz is just like a, re- I know, not a good enough reason to use the word cervix. That's so my bad. Um, but razzmatazz is a real fun line. I want to start integrating that into conversations with humans. I just need to meet people. You're going to vertically integrate razzmatazz. I think so. Yeah. I'm going to synergize. Thanks, Meat Cat. You guys remember MC Scat Cat, right? Have we talked about him already? From Paul Abdul, yeah. Yes, so good. So now we're back in the 30 Rock office, and you know who's telling lies now? It's Pete, when he doesn't immediately say, hey, I would like some fucking alone time to Kenneth. Grow a pair, bud. So he is there early to get some peace and quiet, a respite from his family, who graffitied the top of his head, which I think is a good look. Like, have you ever seen Pete look sexier than in that moment? Because I personally have not, and I think that's clear. First of all, we all know that he's my boyfriend, and second of all, back up. So Kenneth's like, oh, I get it. A little Pete time. Pardon the familiarity. Well, you just enjoy <laughs> your coffee, sir, while I tell you a funny story about my friend's cat. His name is Mr. Wiggles, <laughs> and his cat's name is Benson. <laughs> Did you know that in, um, I forget what South American country, the leader tried to ban naming pets after human names because they felt it discredited the people? And made them feel uncomfortable and weird. That's a real fact, maybe. Still sounds better than America at this point. Jenna comes uh, in. She's uh, out of breath and furious. Where's Liz? I need to speak to her right away. Kenneth is displeased. I guess that's the end of Pete and Kenneth time. Liz, she's here. Vern is here. My mother is downstairs. Are you sure? I didn't see her security <laughs> call. She was trying to use an Oxycontin prescription bottle as ID. That's Verna. What a treat. Oh. We knew that Jenna had to come from a pretty fucked up situation. Although I think it would have been much more funny if her parents were just lawyers and she turned out to be absolutely obscene. But it does bring you the humanity behind Jenna. Don't you think? Do you not like her more? Nope. Feel closer to her? Zero. So Liz is like, so is she coming up? She's like, are you kidding? I told them to throw her off the property, but I'm sure she's down there sitting on the curb, chain smoking and waiting for me to come out just like the day I was born. <laughs> Well, look, Jenna, I know that she's no prize, but no matter what, Verna is your mother. Don't you want to have a relationship with your mother? This isn't a relationship. This is some woman who shows up every couple of years to ask for money. To her, I'm just a gorgeous, natural, net blonde ATM. Oh, that's the dream. That's my career. So Liz says, you know, my mother and I sometimes didn't see eye to eye, but at the end of the day, we always said... Don't, don't go. go to sleep with a frown in your pocket. Oh, uh, Liz, you don't know anything about mothers. Where's Jack? Kenneth comes in and he's ready to duet. Go into your yard and tie it on a rocket. Shoot it to the moon. You'll be feeling better soon. Don't go to bed with a frown. Nice, Nick. That was better than them. And they like put his voice in afterward. I'm extremely talented. And humble. I am Jenna. No, I'm not at all humble. I'm quite full of myself. Like, dangerously. So, disgusting, grotesque Frank needs a place to stay. He's like, yeah, throw a fire in there and everything. What did that... Who is who that? Is that perfect Frank. Perfect. In what world? So, Liz is like, where? He's like, at my house. I left the Sith Lord cloak near my mom's shrine to Italian Jesus, and the candle started a fire. Lets us back with his, like... Just ambiguous sexuality for the fireman strong. Or any of them, the ones from the calendar. It's like, we get it. 
you have interests that you should explore. Please do so off camera. My mom's staying with the family upstate, but I've got to find some place around here to crash. Tracy comes in, seemingly a lifesaver. I'm sorry, would you like to stay in my guest house? Yeah, thanks. One's good time to come over there. I'm not offering. I'm just taking a survey to gauge general interest. But Liz has a spare apartment. Ain't that right, Liz? It's not really spare. I bought the place upstairs for me when I thought I was getting a talk show. But I'm going to finish the combination as soon as I either hit the lottery or get married. Ugh. Fine, you can stay with me. But it's stuff like this that makes me eat things. <laughs> um, Frank very sweetly was like, thanks, Liz. Also, I'd like to pre-apologize for clogging your tub, sink, toilet. Yeah, there's no way Frank's staying in my fucking house. Nope. We don't let anyone in your house. So Jenna finds Jack, thank God, because he can relate. So much so he's created a PowerPoint. He's like, mothers, you can't kill him. <laughs> so Verna has been using Jenna for her entire life. She never saw a penny from all the commercials that she booked in her youth. And we flash back to her selling Gator Hater Gator Spray, where she's next to a live gator. Um, and Verna comes over and is like, honey, you got to get closer to the gator. We drove 11 hours to get here and you're not getting any younger. But when I wanted to sing a duet in the mother-daughter pageant, she blew it off because there was no prize money. Jack feels like today's different, though. You break the cycle today because today you're going to say no. And his presentation just has like a million different ways to say no. Fun. I developed this presentation in 2002 when Colleen attempted to lengthen her Christmas visit to Martin Luther King Day, or as she calls it, that day in January when the post office is closed. I had to draw the line. I had to say, no, this word is your best friend. Best friend with benefits? Ah, she can't be shut down. She's always vibing at just a heightened erotic frequency. What a gem. Well, step one is say no. Step two, she'll try and pick a fight with you. You will not let her. She will raise her voice. But I'm going to ask you to always speak quieter. (laughs) And Jenna's like, can I just tell you I'm genuinely having fun right now? I would like it more if he went Brian McKnight with this, though, and we had a little bit of a musical interlude. This is how we do it. I was thinking more of like, step one, you gotta tell her no. Two, push her onto the floor. Three, wait 18 minutes before calling the paramedics. Four. I forgot what number I was on because I'm so good (laughs) It's yeah. just insane. So, this is how we do it. So Jack's like, if you raise your voice, emotions take over and she gets the upper hand. But if you're calm and quiet, stay in control, it's on to step three. And this is the hardest one of all. She will tell you how disappointed she is in you and she will get up to leave and you clicks the thing. It's a picture of himself. Let her walk away. It's simple. <laughs> Say no. Talk low. Let her go. And it's a picture of Jack with like a no, no finger. <laughs> no, no. There is nothing less fun than yelling at someone who does start to get quieter and be more calm. I'm just like, fuck off, bye. I rarely can do that myself, but every once in a while. If I'm in a non-work situation and someone's yelling at me, um, oh, there's two avenues, actually. I will either raise to their level and decide to destroy them, or I'll just start laughing. Either way, I'm getting punched. You deserve it. So now we're at Liz's house is her apartments. <laughs> her homes. And she runs upstairs. And not she's my like, filthy hobbitses. Frank, Frank, do you smell smoke? What the hell, Frank? So he's smoking out the window and her upper deck. 
And she's curious as to how he can smoke. It's disgusting. And also my apartment. In front of my salad. Have you seen that? No. The porn where the dude is getting railed at this restaurant. And this incredulous lady is just like, really? In front of my salad? (laughs) I'll send you the link. So Frank's like, wow, an old lady, an old white lady yelling at me wearing microwavable socks. This is so different than living with my mom. Okay. So I smoke myself a little as a stress release. I never told you because I knew you'd lecture me. It is not a lecture to simply point out to someone that the episode of Different Strokes about Dudley's dad has proven incontrovertibly that smoking destroys your health and leads to ridicule from Willis. I know, but I am remembering. So there is a, a terrible episode of Different Strokes where Dudley gets touched. Oh, no. By an angel? Was it Roma? No, he gets molested by a man. Poor Dudley. And his dad dies of smoking. I don't think I've seen that. Dudley was like the cockroach of the Cosby show. You know what I mean? Like Theo's best friend. Every bad thing happened to him. Nothing bad happened to Theo. Poor Dudley. Sorry, Dudley. So he's like, what about you? You can't judge me when you're eating that garbage. And Liz not the is same like, thing at all, Frank. And then Frank says, Dr. Oz did a show about junk food. Fuck all the way off, Dr. Oz. You're a piece <laughs> of shit running for fucking Senate. You asshole or governor. I hate you. I saw it because it's on a compilation DVD. I have a fat lady. He's crying. This stuff will kill you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, honestly, Frank that's what the fucking dark. Mo- He's super dark. Um, but that's where the OnlyFans money is. You're an attractive person who's taking your top off. Nothing. You're into weird shit. Weird people will buy shit from you. Is that true? Yeah, my, um, I won't. I won't. Good. Moving on. Uh, it's manufactured in a facility that also processes food. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when they have to say, like, frozen dairy dessert instead of ice cream because it doesn't have enough of the actual ingredients. Valvita says processed cheese food, and it is 90% plastic and 100% delicious. <laughs> So they both have bad habits. They've been brought together by fate to help them stop being gross. And he's like, but all right, but if this restores my sex life, the plus size ladies in the mailroom have you to blame. (laughs) (laughs) Can I have everybody's attention, please? Thank you. In my life... I've been a lot of things. A liar, a dental hygienist, but I haven't always been a good mom. Jenna, I don't know if you remember, but when you were 11, we were supposed to sing together at a mother-daughter talent pageant. I had completely forgotten about that. What betrayal? Well, I was drinking pretty heavily then, so I did not make it to that pageant. Honey, I don't deserve a single thing from you, but I've got to ask one favor. And it's a big one. (laughs) If you would do me the very great honor of joining me. Hit it. Do that to me one more time. Once is never enough with a daughter like you. Do that to me one more time. I can never get enough of a mom like you. Oh, kiss me like you just did. How are you not moved by this? 
Well, because I'm listening to the words. Tell that to me once again. So we're at a restaurant where Jenna is meeting up with her mom. No. And Bert is like, oh, there's my baby girl. Hello, Verna. No. No. Go. Okay, I know every time we see each other, I'm always hitting you up for money, and I know that it's always for something stupid, like paying the medical bills, with that time my boyfriend broke his tailbone off in that cage match, but this time it's (laughs) different. I said no. Wait, what is this? She slides up, envelope filled with cash across the table. I'm trying to pay you back. I'm trying to make good for once. Is this the fight? I'm talking quieter. I'm in control. What's that now? Oh, you were being her. I'm the calm one. (laughs) <laughs> upper hand jenna why are you talking like that does somebody have a gun i'm going lower now okay well i know you're busy <laughs> i just want to say face to face i'm so proud of you and i love you so much and i wish i had said that more don't go mommy i'll stand closer to the gator <laughs> so pete is bent over doing something and he comes up and kenneth's right in his face and he yells out goon that's funny <laughs> Sorry, I'm late, Mr. Hornberger. Funny story. There was a guy on the subway who I thought for a second didn't have any fingers, but then I realized he was holding his hand like this. <laughs> a fist. Where were we? So I think we're quitting smoking, something that Julie has done. I have yet to. How'd you do it, Julie? I read this book called The Easy Way to Quit Smoking by Alan Carr. Amazing. And how many times and did guess it what? take you? It was. One time. I read the book. But how many times did you have to quit before you quit? I never tried to quit before that. Really? I always enjoyed it. It was my favorite thing to do. I smoked for 17 years. I thought it was great. I read that book. It changed the way I looked at it. When I was ready, I read the last chapter. Bada boom, bada bing. Done. Damn. Gained no weight. I felt weird for three days. Like, just off. But not... I wasn't like, I have to have a cigarette. I just felt weird. And then it was over. And that was 15 years ago. Long time. Damn. Well, Frank is going to quit smoking, and I did, and Nick will whenever he wants to, and he won't until he does, and that's fine. Thank you. And Liz is going to start eating healthier. She signed up for this service called New Food that delivers humanely portioned organic meals. (laughs) It does sound like, what's that, Nutriboom or Newell, or there is something that's exactly like that, that's basically just an eating disorder that you pay for. Sorry, disordered eating. There's one that comes. I tried it. It like you get soups and oat bowls and smoothies. Yeah. I didn't enjoy. Yeah, what is there to enjoy? But I Frank's, like a good smoothie. I love soup. I don't think smoothies are good for you. No, they're not. They're mostly sugar. So Frank's like, and I took the elevator all the way up here without losing my breath. Such a fucking mood though. So Pete's like Liz. God knows you should eat better, but maybe now's not the time. It's show week, and I can't have you melting down. Junk food is your stress release. We all need a release. I know, because Kenneth has taken mine away from me, and I'm worried about what I'm going to do to replace it. While you were talking, I put a thumbtack in the back of my neck. It makes me feel something. (laughs) God, how am I all of these characters? Oh, narcissism. So Liz attempts to game herself up for eating her Nutri-Food. Nutri-Food. Um... It's delicious. Her upcoming lunch is autumn tempeh risotto with salmon rubbed streusel chunks. Salmon rubbed streusel chunks. <laughs> disgusting. Autumn tempeh risotto, I'm in. It's like, why was that salmon rubbing up against you? Ugh. Bunch of salmon babies in your mouth? So you can have the flavor without any of the calories. If a salmon rubs up against you? Yeah, when I'm hungry, I just go to the nearest lake. I jump in. Well, fish touched me. I'm good. I'm satiated. I'm fine. 
So Jack is going to meet Verna, but he's going to check in. Jenna, I just wanted to see how it went with Verna last night. I won't read this line. It's offensive. Agreed. Jack is perfect like a John Mayer song. Wow. So Jack's like, good. So you said no? And Jenna's like, I didn't have to. She didn't want anything. She's completely changed. Jack had previously thought Colleen changed, but it turns out there was a tumor that was pressing against her pleasure center, and the quack doctors removed it. Jack, this is different. She gave me money. It's never different, although money does help. He doesn't say that. That's just my own personal opinion. And then Verna walks in. Ah, what a gem. She's wearing some feathered earrings that she made herself. They've got mites in them. We'll learn that later. It's had destructive impacts on her brain. So he's like, you must be Verna. And she's like, oh, and you must be Jack Donaghy. Jenna, you are right, darling. He looks, he does look like he'd be great between the two things we were talking about. Her breasts. Interesting earrings. Oh, thank you. I made them myself. Something's killing all the birds in my neighborhood. Mom, I really <laughs> wish you didn't have to leave tonight. Do you think it's her? Because I think my she's birthday killing this weekend. <laughs> we just got to keep going at some point. We are at like an oh hour Oh my God, I am the worst minutes. mother. No, yes, I am. Yes, I am. Don't say that. Could a bad mom have raised a daughter who was engaged to a congressman when she was 16? Yikes. Jenna, to the stage, please. So she's oh, called. That's me. Jack is like, blowing town tonight, huh? I knew it was her birthday. I'm throwing her a surprise party, and it's at a fancy restaurant, so wear something nice. Like a pair of white jeans and a Dan Marino jersey or something. You guys, I think Dan I'm going to adopt this as my new identity. You do? I'm so excited. Dan Marino? Yeah, it's a... Um, it's on pizza. Marino sauce. So Pete's like, how you holding up, Liz? She's not doing great. She's got a headache, a stomachache, and she spent an hour trying to remember how to spell the word hype. That's tricky. Liz, your body is crying out for chemicals it's used to. You can't go on like this. Here, eat this. And he like shoves it in her mouth. He's like, eat this. Come on. You need your crutch. And she's able to push him off with ease. And says, stop it. God, your arms are really weak. <laughs> she looks over at Frank. She's like, why are you smiling? Aren't you miserable? I have a very strong will. Rossitanos have refused to fight in seven wars. I don't buy it. There's no way this guy's stronger than me. Or me, says Pete. He's got to be staking sacred. You're the one living with him. Catch him in the act. So she's going to set up a nanny cam that Pete used. Um, actually, the nanny used it on Pete to catch him watching her sleep. <laughs> Disgusting. High five, but he's got a thumbtack in his hand. So when they <laughs> high five, he's like, ow. So now Jenna's walking into a restaurant and says to the manager, hi, I was told I'd get paid if I came here and danced while the Atlanta Hawks ate dinner. Surprise. Oh my God, mom, you remembered. Well, of course I remembered. Come here, sweetie. I've seen this before. Classic Colleen move. Whenever it Whatever it is Verna wants, she's going to ask for it tonight. And Jenna can't say no in front of these people. My mother won a radio contest to announce the starting lineup of the Red Sox game and used it as the opportunity to get me to promise never to put her in a home. What could I do? Carl, blah, 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 was looking right at me. So Liz appropriately is like, this isn't about you. It's actually about me. I had this really weird dream last night. And let me tell you all about it. Verna chimes in with that. Could I have everyone's attention, please? Thank you. In my life, I've done a lot of things, and I've been a lot of things. A liar, a dental hygienist, but I haven't always been a good mom. Jenna, honey, I don't know if you remember, but when we were 11, are they the same age? Or did I read that wrong? They're the <laughs> when same you age. were 11. So 
they were when I was drinking pretty heavily right then on account of my bad knee, and then I went and drove my jet ski into that great big bunch of moths, so I didn't make it to the pageant. Honey, I don't deserve a single thing from you, but I've got to ask you for one favor, and it's a big one. If you would do me the very great honor of joining me, hit it. To the to me one more time. Once is never enough with a daughter like you. Jenna busts a microphone out of her purse. Do that to me one more time. I can never enough of a mom like you. This is so gross. So kiss me just like you did. And Liz is like, how are you not moved by this? Jack's like, because I'm listening to the words. Do that to me once again. Now, how much do you think this expensive dinner has cost, plus the stack of cash she gave her in that envelope? Well, I think she robbed a uh, K- Kmart, a Qmart, a Qanon Mart. I know, but once they make their deal, it's only for like $12,000 a year. She probably spent two grand that night, don't you think? Maybe. Not a great ROI. <laughs> Bye. Tech podcast. Pivot. <laughs> Scott Galloway. Kara Swisher, Julie Sunderland, vertical integration. So Verna corners Jack in his office and is like, hey, I want to do a reality show with my daughter. I didn't come here to kiss Jenna's ass. I want to do a TV show about me and her. Come on, you see how good I am at pushing Jenna's buttons. Yeah, this shit will have laughter. It's also known as laughter, tears, topless arguments, infections caused by jacuzzis. I knew it. I knew you had something up your sleeve. A tattoo with, let me guess. It's a mermaid. <laughs> Doing it with Captain Morgan. Now, come on, Jack. We both understand the value of a dollar. Boop. Boop. <laughs> now, won't you please do me this favor? Talk to Jenna. There's more where this came from, which is in my underpanties. <laughs> Gross. Um, my favorite thing to do with a friend who's like yelling or mad is to just very quietly... Take your index finger and then boop them on the snoot. (laughs) (laughs) They're just like frustrated. You just go boop. (laughs) They get so much more mad. If I ever see you in real life again and you boop my snoot, you will pay. You will pay. So Jenna, Jack goes into Jenna's dressing room basically to tell her that her mom is a piece of shit, but he can't because she's so excited. Yeah, he sees her wearing the uh, bird earrings, which have effect- affected her bra- brain. And he's like, I can't. She's like, my mom just made them, so they still might have some pigeon mites in them. But she said they can't affect, affect humans, humans. <laughs> I <laughs> love that room. line. Um, so Liz greets the staff and is like, good morning, dummies. Um, <sighs> Rude. So Frank can go cold turkey, but I can't. Well, well, well. Frank sold cigarettes. When I went to bed last night, there were 16 in the pack. This morning, there were 12. <laughs> Jacques. So Liz is like, if only some genius had secretly videotaped her living room last night. Oh, wait. It did. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Hang on. You videotaped your living room all night. So we're at the, uh, honestly, this is more Paris Hilton than Kim Kardashian because it's night vision. Um, and we see her sort of paranormal activity Activia, paranormal activity-ing, where she's just sort of like standing in front of the camera for a while. Uh, She's wearing night spanks. Why you need to contain yourself at night. I honestly understand. Um, And they've recognized that Liz is sleepwalking 
Tracy chimes in with a, it's a little understood parasomnial disorder. Wild. She's also wearing night spanks. And she's not sleepwalking. She's sleep eating. Rose. So she makes a phone call. It turns out to be pizza. (laughs) (laughs) She chiefs the entire thing. Um, And then she starts eating the cigarettes, which as from my experience of accidentally consuming dip, very upsetting. She should have woken up. Gross. They're like, oh, God, Liz, you didn't smoke the you. I'm eating it. Okay, well, Mr. Solage, let's eat the cigarettes. And I guess that some of us uh, don't need a release. So let's turn on the TV off. So Denise from the mailroom is there. They're getting um, intimate, uh, but then it gets worse. So Frank says, I need you, Denise. I'm trying to quit smoking, and my mom's not here. I'm your mommy now, baby. Ah! But before that, as I told you, my favorite line is, Denise, I said wait upstairs. My mom's asleep in the other room, my boss. She's like, I was told you had a package for the mailroom. And Tracy goes, this just got awesome. (laughs) And then after the gross stuff happens, he's like, this is the worst thing I've ever seen. I love you, Denise, mommy. Everybody gets up in disgust and leaves. So Verna comes to Jack's office and he's like, Verna, I want to be in business with you. We are going to be swimming in green, Jack. Just like when Adama pool on St. Patrick's Day. I do have a couple of notes. This project (laughs) will not be about drama or dysfunction. People are tired of that. So... He has decided it's going to be about redemption. It's a mother making amends. You will visit your daughter four times a year. Christmas, Mother's Day, Jenna's birthday, and Arbor Day. And Thanksgiving. Oh, similar. You treat Jenna with the respect she deserves, and you get a check. Hey. He's like, you're going to try and bribe me? She says, you're going to try and bribe me to being a good person, a good mom? He's like, it's all about the Benjamins, isn't it, Berna? She's like, well, maybe for me, but this is emotional for you, isn't it? Where'd my accent go? And I believe that gives me the upper hand. And you're going to have to pay big three grand a visit and a rain top for my washer and dryer. Deal. Verna, stop stroking my hand. It's a business transaction. Ooh, sorry, Mr. Big Shot. So Kenneth's like uh, telling a story to Pete, who seems to actually be listening. And it's like Dudley's father went outside and lit a cigarette. In the next episode, Liz is like, morning, Pete, Pete, Kenneth. Kenneth. If you're spending your mornings with Kenneth, what's your release? And we flash to Pete at a fight club. (laughs) I feel alive! And someone punches him in the face. He's like, oh, I'm biting my nails. (laughs) Oh. So Liz is feeling very smug, and she's like, oh. Jenna's like, hey, Liz, Verna's coming back for Mother's Day. We're going to duet of I'll Make Love to You at a children's (laughs) hospital. (laughs) That's great, Jenna. Hey, Jack, guess what? Verna's mother's coming back for Mother's Day. And he's like, she is? What a surprise. So I guess you were 100% wrong about everything. Think about that, Jack. Aww. He gets then Meekat the appears and is yes. like, you're a good man, Jack Donaghy. Thanks, Meekat. I know. What are we supposed to make of that? Meekat's amazing. He's everywhere. Everyone's psychotic. The blue person is real. Dr. Spaceman is a figment of everyone's imagination. Rachel Dratch is Jenna. This is all a dream. Dallas. And then the end, this has got to be improv, right? All these Kenneth lines. Yeah, it looks like yeah easily. Yeah, 100%. It. 
Oh, I've got an idea for a show called Doctor about Richard Doctor, who's a piano player. Do you remember that show Jennifer Slept Here? And Jillian played the ghost of a Hollywood starlet who helps teenagers with what? I don't know. <laughs> Some of those people in Match Game were drunk with power. <laughs> Did you know the Today Show used to have a monkey on it? Hasn't been as good since. I think that chimp used to drive the truck himself on you know what in the bear. And it feels like uh, Scott Addison is about to lose it right there. <laughs> nice. Don't put a bed with the frown in your pocket. I would never put my frown in my pocket. I wear it proudly for all to see and feel and be burdened by. All right, should we rate this mother of all episodes? Yes. Get it? Let's do it. Are we ready for it? Let's go for it. Ten. Wow, it's, I'm on the low man on the totem pole again. 90 for me, 92 from Nick, and 93 from Emma, who said nothing. <laughs> Emma, tell us all about your love for this episode. You know, it's honestly just based on your recreation of it just now. I had a blast. Because you didn't even watch it, right? <laughs> Correct. <laughs> love it. Love it. All right, our next episode coming up is Anna Howard Shaw Day. Um, if you'd like to hear us actually talk about other things on purpose, <laughs> we have a podcast called Takes All Over the Place where we do the tweets of the week. We talk about shows that we've been watching and that we like and a little bit of RuPaul's Drag Race. And usually we play a game at the end. This week we play Dictionary. If you want to know what that is, you don't have to listen to our other podcast, Takes All Over the Place. Or you can find us at takespot.com. Feel free to write us. Tell us what's going on, what you like about it, what you don't, what you want to hear. More Julie, less Nick. Um, so just let us know. <laughs> we hope we gave you a couple good laughs. I know my accent work was medium, and this week Nick's was really... Poor. Okay. <laughs> so... Hope you had some laughs. Hope you have a really good week. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Oh, I've got an idea for a show called Doctor about Richard Doctor, who's a piano player. Do you remember that show Jennifer Slept Here? Ann Jillian plays the ghost of a Hollywood starlet who helps teenagers. With what? I don't know. Some of those people on Match Game were drunk with power. Did you know the Today Show used to have a monkey on it? Hasn't been as good since. I think that chimp used to drive the truck himself on You Know What and the Bear. Blurg is a project of Team Takes, a.k.a. Nick Cotter, Julie Sunderland, and Emma Cotter. With the invaluable sound editing help from Phil Cotter and Frank. <laughs> the awesome toenails on the wood floor from Frank. <laughs> we love you, Frank.